had no idea what I was doing, going to do, which is not up to me anyways. But he kept telling me diligence, and I was like, I don't know diligence, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> so I had to do a lot just to get this part. And I don't know if any of you have heard Keith Moore and Branson. And I kept looking at different things and different things, but the only one that I really found that did diligence was him. And he had, so I was watching a few sermons, and I was like, oh, there's three of them. I can watch three of them. Well, last night, when I finished the third one, it said part four, and I go, part four? There was only three. So in part two, he had said something about... uh, going to their website and you can get all the series. So I went on there, there's 12 parts. (laughs) So I was like, well, I don't have time to watch 12 parts. (laughs) (laughs) So you won't get everything, but you'll get some. But um, uh, the first thing I want to ask is, can God trust you with what he has gifted you with? And if you open up to Proverbs 4.23, it says, Keep thy heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. Uh, Diligence, what is it? Diligence is careful and persistent work or effort. Steadily earnest and energetic effort devoted and painstaking work and application to accomplish an understanding. The degree of attention or care expected of a person in a given situation, cautious. Diligence requires focus. You must choose to be diligent when choosing, di- when choosing diligence, do it with all that you have. In Ecclesiastic 9.10, and I will tell you, there is so many scriptures on diligence. It is crazy. (laughs) But Ecclesiastic 9.10 says, Whatsoever thy hand findeth to do, do it with thy might. For there is no work, nor device, nor knowledge, nor wisdom in the grave, whether you goest, whither you goest. And in the message, it says, whatever turns up, grab it and do it, and heartily. This is your last and only chance at it, for there is neither work to do nor thoughts to think in the company of the dead, where you're most certainly headed. And then in Colossians 3, 23 and 24, It says, and whatsoever you do, do it heartily, as to the Lord and unto men, knowing that that of the Lord ye shall receive the reward of the inheritance, for ye serve the Lord Christ. We should always be doing our best at whatever we do. It doesn't matter where or what you are doing. You may say, my job... Well, my job is behind the counter. How can I do that for the Lord? If someone walks in, you greet them as if you were greeting Jesus. Because you wouldn't sit there and be like, hold on, Jesus, i got to finish up my phone call. Or let me finish this level. No. 
we're going to be like, good afternoon, how can I help you today? In Proverbs 22:29, it says, Seest thou a man diligent in his business? He shall stand before kings, he shall not stand before mean men. Diligent, as I stated, is the degree of attention or care expect, expected of a person in a given situation. We must do what we have said or promised. If we are diligent, our word or actions need to match. If we say we will be there at 7 p.m., be there at 7 p.m. Diligence is understanding your time and their time is important, not just one or the other. If we are not diligent, then what are we? In Proverbs 12:24, the hand of the diligent shall bear rule, but the slothful shall be under tribute. Are we diligent? In Proverbs 12:27, the slothful, the slothful man roasteth not that which is which he took in hunting. But the substance of a diligent man is precious. In the Amplified, it says, The slothful man does not catch his game or roast it once he kills it. But the diligent man gets precious, gets precious possessions. Are we diligent or slothful? Slothful is the opposite of diligent. Slothful is lazy. In Proverbs 12:27, slothful in the Hebrew or the Greek or Latin, I don't remember which one, and I cannot pronounce the way, so I'm going to keep my mouth shut so I don't <laughs> butch it, <laughs> but it means lackness, slackness, slackening, deceit, and treachery. A slothful man does not catch his game or roast it once he kills it. In other words, they only do half the job. They don't ever finish. Proverbs 22, 13 says, The slothful man saith, There is a lion without. I shall be slain in the streets. And also in Proverbs 26, 13 through 15, it says, The slothful man saith, there is a lion in the way, a lion in the streets. As the door turneth upon his hinges, so does the slothful man upon or slothful upon his bed. The slothful hideth his hand in his bosom, it grieveth him to bring it against to his mouth. Slothfulness or laziness are always slothfulness or laziness always has always has an excuse. If you're using weakness as an excuse, you are keeping that weakness. We need to eliminate, eliminate slack and diligently execute. We need to eliminate procrastination and diligently execute. We need to eliminate slothful behavior and diligently execute. We need to eliminate excuses and diligently execute. Putting things off is just a step to not doing it at all. Proverbs 6, 9 through 11 says, How long wilt thou sleep, O sluggard? When wilt thou arise out of 
thy bit out of thy sleep. Yet a little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of thy hands to sleep. So shall thy poverty come as one that traveleth, and thy want as an armed man. And also in Proverbs 24, 33 and 34, it also says, Yet a little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of the hands to sleep. So shall thy poverty come as one that traveleth, and thy want as an armed man. In Proverbs 10, 4 and 5, it says, He, become, he becometh poor that dealeth with a slack hand. But the hand of the diligent maketh rich. But he that sleepeth in the harvest is a son that causeth shame. Proverbs 6, 6 through 8 says, Go to the ant, thou sluggard, consider her ways, and be wise. Which, having no guide, overseer, or ruler, provideth her meat in the summer, and gathereth her food in the harvest. Has anyone ever seen a lazy ant? If you leave a sandwich outside come summer, in no time there'll be hundreds of ants, all doing what they can to take that home. We must be diligent in all areas of our lives. In Proverbs 27, 23, it says, Be thou diligent to know the state of thy flocks, and look well to the herd. And my flock, in my case, would be my family and my household. If I'm laying in bed and I hear Brooklyn crying, I have two choices at that time. I could either get up and go see what's wrong or roll over and go back to bed. I can go, God, you know what's wrong, handle it, amen, roll over and go to sleep. But that's not being diligent. <laughs> but I put my faith in it. But faith is diligence. <laughs> and, but I have got to get up and get in there as fast as I can to see what's making her scream and cry. Because um, Brooklyn is my flock. I need to do all I can in that moment to secure her. My motherly duty is the diligence in this situation. I still need to pray and have faith in that situation. But me saying a prayer and going back to sleep is me doing half the work. Yes, I have the faith, but not the diligence. In El Ezra, I don't know where I was going with that. In Ezra 7.23, Whatsoever is commanded by the God of heaven, let it be diligently done for the house of the Lord, or for the house of the God of heaven, for why should there be wrath against the realm of the king and his sons? In Hebrews 6, 10 through 12, For God is not unrighteous to forget your works and labor of love, which ye have shewed towards his name, and that ye have ministered to the saints and do minister. And we desire that every one of you do shew the same diligence to the full assurance of the hope unto the end, that ye be not slothful, but followers of them who through faith and patience inherit the promise. Deuteronomy 15.10 says, Thou shalt surely give him 
and thine heart shall not be grieved when thou givest unto them, because that for this thing the Lord thy God shall bless thee in all thy works and in all that thou puttest thine hand unto. Deuteronomy 23.20 says, Unto a stranger thou mayest lend upon usury, I said this word seven times, and <laughs> it's going to get me again, usury, but unto thy brother thou shalt not lend upon usury, that the Lord thy God may bless thee in all that thou settest thine hand to, in the land whither thou goest to possess it. In Deuteronomy 30, verse 9, it says, And the Lord thy God will make the plenteous in every works of thine hand, in the fruit of thy body, and in the fruit of thy cattle, and in the fruit of thy land, for good. For the Lord will again rejoice over thee, for good, as he rejoiced over the fathers. Proverbs 21, 5 says, the thoughts of the diligent tend only to pleasantness, but, the, but of everyone that is hasty, only to want. Diligence is being devoted. When you are, devote, are devoted to things, when you are devoted, things line up. Diligence will promote you, put you in a place of honor, enlarge you, advance you, put you in a place of authority. We are responsible for our success in life, or we are responsible for our lack of success. We have all been given the same measure of faith, the same promise, same power, same spirit, and the same Jesus. What we do with, with that is all on us. The thing that determines who, we succeed, or who will succeed and who will not is our attitude. Are we diligent or are we slothful? So the next time you want to put it all, put it off for later or tomorrow, just remember today is the day, now is the time. Do it now and do it well. So I'll ask you one more time. Can God trust you with what he has gifted with you? And that was short, but that's all I have. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.